Farm and Family is a production of the Mississippi State University Extension Service. Today we're talking about seed cost, productivity, and return of cool season annual grasses. Hello, I'm Amy Myers and welcome to Farm and Family. Today we're speaking with Dr. Rocky Lemus, Mississippi State University Extension Forage Specialist. Rocky, as we approach the end of the summer, what should producers consider for winter grazing and decreasing hay feeding? There is a diverse number of cool season annual grasses that can be utilized for grazing in the southern U.S when bahia grass and bermuda grass pasture become unproductive. These four years include annual ryegrass and a small grains such as cereal rye, oat, triticale, and wheat. They can have a high nutritive value and extend the grazing season while decreasing dependency on store hay and the use of commodity feeds. Small grains tend to have production in the fall and the early winter months. On the other hand, annual ryegrass forage growth is from mid-winter to late spring. Are any of these forage species preferred over others? Annual ryegrass is the most popular in the southeast. Other small grain species and clovers can also be incorporated. These cool season grasses are high in crude protein, energy, and low in fiber. From late fall to mid-spring, with a small decrease in nutritive value during early winter. One of the advantages of planting CRI, oat, or triticale is that they can provide early forage biomass for grazing from late November to early April, depending on weather condition and establishing method. Sometimes it might be a good idea to incorporate a mix of annual ryegrass, a small grain, and an annual clover to extend the grazing season. What are some alternative planting methods for these cool season grasses? These foliages can be established in the fall using different methods such as drilling in a prepared seabed, direct succeeding with a no-till into warm season perennial grasses pastures, or broadcasting the seed. It is important to know that planting with a drill will require lower seeding rates per acre than broadcasting. A two-year study conducted here at Mississippi State indicated a delay of four to six weeks in grazing potential when annual ryegrass was drilled into a mere grass sod and a reduction in grazing days per acre. So planting into a prepared seabed from mid-September to early October could provide the best opportunity to achieve early grazing. It is important to keep in mind that planting annual ryegrass too early can make it more susceptible to armyworm damage and greatly spot disease commonly known as blast. This approach might be more feasible for planting small grains. Once the grasses have germinated, what's the recommended fertility program? It's recommended to get a soil sample and obtain fertility recommendations for the target monoculture or mixed species. Most cool season grasses will have optimal growth at a soil pH of 6 or above, especially if annual clovers are incorporated. Phosphorus and potassium can be applied at planting per soil testing recommendations. In a prepared seabed, the first nitrogen application should occur when the grass has germinated and is about 2 inches tall. In a seed-sodded pasture, nitrogen application should be delayed until summer perennial grasses, such as Bermuda grass or Bahia grass, is dormant to avoid new growth and competition. The second application in annual ryegrass should occur after the first grazing period, and the third application should occur in late March or early April if necessary. For the small grains, the second nitrogen application should occur before they begin to joint. Do not exceed more than 40 to 50 units of nitrogen per acre for each fertilization cycle. As we see a price increase in annual ryegrass seed, should producers consider other alternatives? Annual ryegrass is the most common cool season annual grass planted in Mississippi, and we're seeing a significant increase in seed cost compared to small grains. They should know not to make a purchase decision based on the cost of a 50-pound bag seed. Decisions should be based on several principles such as seed purity, germination, seeding rate, 
cost of seed per acre and cost of seed per ton of forage produced. Although small grain seed might be cheaper, keep in mind that they will require a higher seeding rate than annual ryegrass. An economic analysis indicated that even a higher cost per pound of seed, annual ryegrass can provide cheaper cost per ton of dry matter produced. When doing a cost analysis, it's important to keep in mind that seed costs vary among species and varieties based on location and seed availability. It is time to start making decisions for your winter grazing program and start inquiring about seed prices and seed availability. Do not wait until last minute when you might experience a high demand and short supply that could influence seed costs. For more information, folks can read the August Forage Newsletter at MississippiForages.com, correct? Correct. Today we've been speaking with Dr. Rocky Lemus, Forage Specialist. I'm Amy Myers, and this has been Farm and Family. Have a great day. Farm and Family is a production of the Mississippi State University Extension Service.